Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, where my apartment is haunted by my noisy-ass neighbor. Who's not dead. He's just Cowboy's sonically just haunting it. Cowboy and boots on creaky floor. and Actually, at this point, I don't think he's wearing cowboy boots. I just don't think he realizes that he lives on the third floor of an apartment building. So That's you a should third never... floor? Oh, yeah. Well, well it's that. technically the one and a half floor. I'm sorry, two and a half floor. That's but some John Malkovich should... shit right there. But like I said, you should still never use base when you don't live in a freestanding structure. Just saying. Well, Just it's... Saying. Except for those people outside that are using it. In their car. Which is not a freestanding... Or is that the wind? That's just the wind. It was just the wind. Did you not realize that? No, I mean, I know, I know it's windy. I was just outside, but... No, but that was literally just the wind. Oh, so, welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. It is only Deb and Doug, unfortunately. Yeah. Lizzie's busy. He's... He has an adult job, an adult world, making adult money. Uh, uh speaking of adulting, guess what I got in the mail? Condom? Nope. Why am I high- I'm not high-piping that. Because that was funny. Uh, a condom? No, uh... Sorry, a cock sheath? <laughs> uh, I got a mail for uh, a 401k. You're not old enough for that. The, you don't have to be old. You can have a 401k. Doesn't matter what age you are. Yeah, but I don't Maybe think... Maybe I guess working age, so at least 16. Fair enough. But it's just a retirement plan that matches, like, you put in some money and your employer puts in some money and... No, fair enough on that. I'm actually about to put in my tax return. Yeah. I'm just going to pay for my vacation. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going on vacation, but... No, putting in... Paying my taxes. taxes. No, I was going to do it today. I'm not doing it today. Let's not fucking lie. Um, so we actually didn't do a lot this week. Speak for yourself. Well, no, it's, it's mid-January. There's not a lot going on TV-wise. DC TV returned. Uh, you didn't watch any of it, did you? I'm just also not that interested. I'm actually a little disappointed because the episode of Legends of Tomorrow was actually really, really good. I realize that I've been very, this very is one lackluster of the, on this Legends one. For this is one of those ge- like gems okay, in the fine. rough. Tell me about why I should watch Katie Lots be super hot as White Canary. That's a question that answers itself. Um, well, no, but I mean that's like literally the only reason I've been watching Legends for more than. Did one you season. Did you see the mid season finale? I did. So you know that like Rip Hunter is like in the sixties directing movies. It seems based on oh, his. Also, Rip Hunter sucks. I, it's not Arthur Darville's fault, and I like I actually like hey, him. We and love Rip Rory. Hunter. We love Rory. I don't mind Rip Hunter. I'm sorry. <sighs> he's he's such a fucking liar. I think their episodes are when they're bad, they're bad, but when they're good, they're amazing. Um, and this was one of the amazing ones. So they managed to track down... I don't Rip. know how it got a third season, because the first season was so fucking horrible. It wasn't so fucking horrible. I think you're judging it way too harshly. I hated the first season. Okay, well, obviously, you're in the minority if it got renewed for a third season. I'm sorry, Let, let's talk about the freeze gun again. Now it's completely ineffective? Yeah, it just pushes people around. I know, I don't like that either, but... This episode, uh... Which was Raiders of the Lost Art. First uh, of all, fantastic title. You'll find out how fantastic in just a moment. So they tracked down Rip to the, like, what is it, like, the 60s. Um, and he's Which making... Which is funny, considering that, um, uh, I was gonna say, Adam and uh, Hawkgirl got trapped in the 50s. I don't see how that's funny. I just would have seen they would have some kind of crossover at some point. Mm. 
No. Why would They were there for like seven years. Yeah, in different cities. Fair enough. One was in Ivy Town, and uh, which I, Ivy Town seems like a Boston equivalent to me. Ivy Town just seems like, oh, okay, so you're in Massachusetts near this college. Uh-huh. Um, you too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas they found Rip in L.A. You need some quotas so, and some PBR. It's wicked queer. But anyway, um, so they find, they find Rip in the 60s. He's directing these, obviously, like, B-movies that are his subconscious memories of being Rip Hunter. Um... So and his prop master, you're going to let me fucking finish. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Do not yell at me. Okay, well then stop interrupting me every three sentences. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry, you're allowed to have more than three sentences? No. Yes. 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 I'm so sad. No See how I turned that around on you? I'm so sad. Okay, sorry. Okay. Rip Hunter, 60s, Hollywood. L.A. Uh, and his prop master is a conspicuously bearded gentleman named George. Lucas. So, the Legion of Doom, which has been officially named uh, by, um, what's his name, Sergeant Steel, uh, whatever his name is. Um, you know, Colossus, DC Colossus. Um, so, the Legion of Doom attacks... Trying to get the Spear of Destiny, which is the MacGuffin for this season. Um, a spear that can rewrite... Which just makes me angry, because all I can think of is the um, Keanu Reeves Constantine. With the Spear of Destiny. Exactly. Which was it's, not it's a, a magical... terrible film. It, it just think. wasn't Constantine. It was that issue. I mean, if it would have been something else. Well, here's the thing, is that Tilda Swinton was actually really, really... Really good really as Gabriel. Really good as Gabriel. Absolutely. But it wasn't Constantine. Uh, Gavin Ross actually... Shoot the scenery pretty well. Oh no, he did phenomenal. He was only in it like a handful of scenes. No, he did it as one of the great demonic generals. And uh, who was it? Taylor Taylor Pruitt was the priest, the alcoholic priest who um, his whole thing is like he can move his eyes really fast. I'm not. He was the crazy guy. No, I know um, the actor. I can't think of his name. Taylor Pruitt. He's he's been in no, but I mean he's been in a lot of different things, and I can't think of it. His actual name. No, no, what everything everything else he's been in. Like, I want to say he was in, um... He was in that... Sino Evil. He was in the, um, Identity movie with John Cusack and, um... It's just called Identity. Is it just Identity? Yeah. Well, I was saying that Identity movie, but yeah. Um, it's not like National Lampoon's that Identity movie. Um... Oh my god, that'd be a great But movie. he was... Yeah, I would totally watch that. But he's, yeah, he's the one where they're all in his head. Spoilers, whatever, the movie's been out for, like, 15 years. Um, so anyway, so they find... They find Rip... Uh, who's working on a student films with uh, young George Lucas. They get attacked by the Legion of Doom. George Lucas gets, like, grazed by a laser bolt or beam or whatever. Grimey and decides pants. And decides he's he's leaving. He's out. Uh, he's going to go be a tax accountant or so, whatever it was going to be. And due to the fact that um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, not influenced, what's the word I'm looking for, inspired... Um, what's his name to be the archaeologist, the metal guy, Sergeant Steel. Um, Nate Hayward is the character's name. To be like the historian archaeologist, and without Star Wars to inspire uh, Adam Ray Palmer to be an inventor and like love science fiction, without George Lucas movies, they actually get dumb. Uh, it turns out that Nate Hayward becomes, in without George uh, Lucas, he becomes a, uh, what is it, he becomes a yoga instructor? <laughs> That seems about right. And I can't remember what Ray Palmer did, but it's it's not... He's like a community college professor. It's like something where he's smart, but not... 
He's smart, but he's not ambitious. Right. Um, it was a really fun episode because it's like they're they're trying to you know get George Lucas back into film school so he can make these movies. Uh, at one point, they're about to be crushed in like a trash compactor. And they start doing the, like, we need help, like... I'm, so, I'm sorry, but, I totally... Like, there just, are... No, I went full-on MC Chris, shut down all the trash compactors no. on the detention level. My yeah. backpack's got jets. I mean, it is... It, it's not a, a, it's not as sloppy of, of a blowjob as certain other things, like 8 mil Not 8 millimeter. Oh, what's the one? Super 8 is to George Lucas. Um, oh, no, Super 8. Not Super say. 8 is a sloppy wet blowjob to George Lucas. It's not a bad film, though. Um... Yeah, meh. Also, I'd like, much rather like something like Paul that's a lot better. shoes with white socks. Huh? Yeah, I'm not buying new socks for my piece of shit day job. Um, Why do you even own white socks? Because I don't know. I own white socks. I also think we should have a secondary conversation. Why the hell is there been this a This is UBS? not a podcast. There's this is an intervention. Why the hell has there been a UPS vehicle outside my bedroom door? Well, technically my bedroom Are you waiting door. for a package? I'm not, but it's been here since before uh, you got here, so that truck's been sitting there for at least 45 minutes. It's a big package. I, I just feel like that somewhere Do in this building... you want a big package to... Pass. Thank you. I feel like somewhere in this building, because there's at least 25 to 30 apartments in this building, there's some UPS driver giving it to his lady friend. Or dude a big friend. package. Like I said, or dude friend. I don't judge. I'm just saying. That He's truck, delivering a big package. Like I said, that truck has been parked there way longer than any delivery truck. But I don't there. have a pen to sign for it. Whatever will I do? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's happening somewhere in my building right now. That'd be better to catch on tape than your neighbor walking around. Um, do you want me to get... Not, oh, no. is that him? He's done. No, no, that's not... No, that was the truck over at the Whole Foods. That's not him. Oh. So, anyway... Do you want I, me to go talk to my neighbor? No. Deb. Really? Focus, Deb. Focus. I can't focus. I'm too distracted by their shitty-ass music. And you keep bringing it up, and I guarantee it's not being brought up on the mic, so let's move on. Let's not bicker on this one, okay? Please? Oh. Oh. Package delivered. Girl. Right in the baby bunker. Um, oh, uncomfortable. So, back to the point... Sorry, I'll I do recommend. Legends of Tomorrow. I do recommend watching. I, I think, even if you don't want to watch the rest of the show, life. fine. But I recommend watching this episode. I think you'd really, like, I think you'd really like it. But it's one of those things where I've had such a hard time with the show because I've been a big fan of a lot of the characters, and I thought they were just so fucking heavy-handed in the first season. This, this one, they really. A lot of people, and I, 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 I let, I let, I read the reviews on this one where they're like. If they could keep going like tongue in cheek and having a sense of humor and the chemistry behind with all the characters, this episode really like really formed up. If they can just keep it going. Well, and that's the thing is that Legends always showed such promise because they were like, "Hey, you get to do all these things from all these different places, and you can take it everywhere you ever wanted to take and it." And some of their high concept episodes are on paper sound like so much fun, like. Zombie Civil War. But it's just one of those things where I talked about it a few minutes ago where you've got Hot Girl and Adam stuck in the 50s and they actually had a real relationship. Mm-hmm. And you had... But then you get the next episode where, you know, 
Freeze loses his fucking hand. Excuse me. Cold. Loses his hand? He died. Well, yes. He died at the end of the first season. Yeah, but before that, he couldn't get to his gun, and then he had to get to his gun, and it, like, frosted his hand. Uh, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Eh. Like I said, Captain Cold. Just He's not bu- filming his stuff for Prison Break, right. don't you No, they're, they're done. It's fine. Um, but yeah, this one had, like, a lot of, like, Stein and Heat Wave, um, which well, is a really is, fun I've actually always liked Rory Heat Wave. Yeah. Not Rory Rip Hunter. Right. Like I said, I've always liked Heat Wave, and I thought he was underutilized. And I thought they did an interesting twist when they made him one of the hunters. Yeah. Um, and you've got a burgeoning um, uh, romance with him. And? Vixen. Yes. And Vixen has been basically universally underutilized pretty much her entire... It looks like she's going to be coming up more and more, because she's pretty much... Her whole thing, her whole arc is that she's out for revenge for killing uh, our man. Um, but, I mean, that's not Vixen's deal. Not, no, that's like the whole reason she joined the Legion. No, uh, but Legion, I mean, The Legends was to get no, revenge I'm just on... Saying, in the comics, especially with uh, League of Justice, that's not Vixen's motivation. No, this is also a different Vixen. I like how I said League of Justice. I wasn't going to correct you. No, no, no. You know, the League of Justice. You know, the Doom of Legion. The Doom Legion. You know, that They're Doom always fighting that League of Injustice. Justice. You know, when Spider-Man fights those six guys that are sinister. <laughs> oh, that brings up something else I wanted to talk to you about. But continue. Or that squad that wants revenge on Batman. So, Fuck, I fucked that up. Superman. Since the Superman Revenge Squad is his equivalent. I don't think Batman are has... We, are we done talking about that? Oh, that, that was... That was it. Shh, 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 at my computer, not at you. Sorry. Are we done talking about Legends of Tomorrow? For yeah, yeah. I mean, Can I want to. Talk I want to talk about the other DC stuff. Actually, I would like to talk about the trailer for um, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, it looks great. Uh, Actually, that, no, that, it, that looks, hit, no um, it looks fantastic. That However, hit in November or no, they put out a second one pretty recently. Oh, I haven't seen the second one then. And we can't have this conversation. Yes, Never we can. mind. Uh, it's the question on whether or not Spider-Man is a self-made superhero. What do you mean self-made? He's got a little Tony Stark in there. Yeah, he's like funding him. He's seeding him like a like an investor. Do I, do I need to watch it? That's one of those things where Spider-Man was always very... Poor. <laughs> I was going to say street level? Mm, he, at the beginning, yeah. Well, no, also, it's yeah. that he figured his own shit out. He didn't have somebody mentoring Correct. him. Well, he was he also have, a genius. Like I said, he didn't have somebody mentoring him. He didn't have somebody funding him money and technology. No, but this does go into the Civil War comic where... It absolutely goes Tony into Tony Stark mentored Peter Parker. No, it absolutely does that, and it goes in with, you know, Avengers 2, where, yeah, there, there's there's the Tony Stark and the Spider-Man. Captain America 3. Excuse me, Captain America 3. You're fine. Um... um where yeah, May keeps getting younger. She's Benjamin Buttoning. She actually is. But, but I'm just man, is Marissa Tomei hot as Aunt May. First of all, Marissa Tomei has always been hot. Yeah, she was wicked hot in The Wrestler, too. First of all, wicked hot. Wicked hot, back to Boston. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Where is that? Oh, damn it, I love that fucking episode. It's such a stupid fucking cartoon, but that episode is so fucking brilliant. Actually, the episodes where he runs into Deadpool are really good, too. 
It, this is what, the Spectacular? Oh, that was Spectacular. Yeah, this, this was... is the Spectacular Spider-Man. No, you're talking... Spectacular is when you ran the Deadpool. Yes. We're talking Ultimate. Ultimate is Ultimate the one, is one where he goes, goes to Boston. Boston. And it's like the Plymouth Rock and... Slam Adams and, and the Salem Witch. Yeah, like I said... They're the Boston terror ears. Like I said... How <laughs> <laughs> dumb but amazing is that name? But it's just one of those things where it's like, he's still in high school, but he gets pissed off at New York, so he goes to Boston. Yeah, they're like... Spider-Man. Well, well, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's what I said. Spider-Man. I'm sorry. It's, like I said, that's the ultimate... It's not a great cartoon. It's not. They tried, but it's not a good cartoon. It was... I mean, it was fun. It had certain... The, the fourth wall breaking aspects but, were kind of no, fun. No, that's, that's what aired before Digimon and Pokemon when I watched it with the Saturday cartoons before we went digital. Um, that's literally what happened. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of, like, they were having, like... There was a team. There was a team dynamic that... Um, you had Nova and Bronze Tiger and Iron Fist, and there's another one in there I can't think of. But it's, when he went like to Boston, like I said, that is literally, like, might be the greatest Spider-Man episode of all time, and Spider-Man was one of the three first cartoons I ever watched that had overarching storylines. I'm trying to think Like, of... the Spider-Man, this was, I think, the Amazing Spider-Man, where Mary Jane died, and then they cloned her from strands of her hair from her brush, and she That was just back. Spider-Man. That was the 90s one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That fucking cartoon blew my mind. When I'm like, I'm Mary Jane, but I'm not really Mary Jane. That I'm was, yeah, clone. they did, like, entire season arcs. They had one... Yeah, they no. did the mutant... Oh, what was it called? Originally... It wasn't the Clone Wars. No, no, no. They originally did it in the comic strip and it was called the mutant something and it was like it was a huge thing with him and beast from the x-men and they yes. turned it into like a half a season but no, like i said no the first cartoon i ever watched with an overarching storyline was x-men the 90s x-men yeah and i want to say the second one was gargoyles no that was like the fourth one the second one was like it was it was like sinbad and the 14 pressures it was one of the disney ones but I could be a liar, where he was trying to try find these 14 treasures, but the series ended after he only found seven, and uh, it, like, killed my fucking heart. You're thinking of of Dark Water. I don't think I am. Yeah, with the bird monkey? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. But like I said, the third one was Spider-Man, when they had the overarching Mary Jane plot, where she was actually a clone. They had all sorts of, like, and they running... Had, like, they had one of the weird ones where you could actually see Aunt May crying... And then somebody coming into Mary Jane's bedroom and stealing the strands out of her hairbrush. They had a lot of they had a lot of really deep seated stuff because you had like the sleepers that were like Alistair Smythe as a spider slayer, but he started as human inventor and then became like the weird like so, monster. By the time we got and the to, jackal. By the time we got to Spider Man, oh, sorry, was it the Amazing Spider Man? For what? When they had the Plymouth Rock episode. That's Ultimate Spider Man. So by the time we got to Ultimate Spider Man. I loved that fucking episode, but it was such a departure from Spider-Man in the 90s. I'm like, this is the best episode I've ever seen, but the rest of your series fucking sucks. And then they got to the spectacular Spider-Man, which was not even vaguely watchable. No, uh, like I said, the only, the, only the Deadpool episodes, which I think no. there were only like two or three. And the thing is, I don't blame the writers. I don't blame the animators. They were completely fucking, basically hamstringed by what they were allowed to do. Because there's a lot of phenomenal writers and animators that worked on that series, and they couldn't do what they wanted to do. And that makes the show suffer. Unfortunately, it's no, you know, 90s X-Men where Beast stays in prison because he needs to stand trial and show everybody what he's actually about. 
Reading Archimedes. I don't know why I know that. Because it's a great episode, and that's one of the memories that stand out to me from that fucking Who tries to show. spring him? Is it Magneto? I want to say it's a Wolverine Magneto episode. Yeah, that might sound right. Sorry. Kick the table. Sorry. Like I said, I want to say it's a Wolverine Magneto episode where they take down, like, the entire side of the prison, and Beast is like, I need to stay... I need to do, well, I don't think he says this, but in my head what it was is this is a civil rights thing I need to do. I need to stay here and be a symbol he says and be a martyr. He says something close to, like, I'm where I'm supposed to be. No, that's exactly what happens. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So, um, did we want to talk about the rest of DCTV? Oh, really yeah, quick. Absolutely. I, 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 really quick, nothing. We got tons of time. Um, Talk about all the DCs. So it has returned. Has um, Arrow stopped sucking yet? I, actually, Arrow's got some stuff where I, I kind of want to. I wanted to pick you and Lizzie's brain, but I'll. I'll uh, I can do it now. I'll, I'll pick. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do also, really I short. Also, some spoilers on the writers. Felicity is not going to do well for a while. Okay. Um, on Flash, you have. Basically, the next second half of the season is him trying to stop Iris West from being killed Pass. by Avatar. Considering who, how much we super care about Iris West, I've, I mean that's it, all right. I mean, I, I'm I'm emotionally tied to the character from the comics, so it's I'm I'm, 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 I'm transferring pretty well. The character from the comics to the, the character on the TV show. The character on the comics is a very sympathetic, interesting, smart, strong woman. The character in the I, TV is, series is pretty boring and. She's gotten to be a stronger character. No, she's no, she's not really. Her a little bit more. I, I mean, I know she's still just not very. Sympathetic. I know, and I, I say, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm done. I was gonna say, I know, I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying this with a hint of irony at all, um, being that obviously the whole second half is gonna be a literal damsel in distress. But she really hasn't come a long way from being like the first season damsel in distress. No, I will. You, you know, it's, that. it's, no, it's she's, that. It's she's that. It's that joke of... from. It's that joke from Buffy where it's like, oh, it's you know. Dawn's in trouble must be Tuesday. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. Is, I'll give you that. Is that she's not the damsel in distress anymore. Now she's that she's part of the just, team. She's also just not a very interesting character. I, have I think, zero she, I think she's still got a lot more growth. And I don't mean like make her a drug addict like Laurel. Uh, or an alcoholic like Laurel. Well, she was addicted to pills too, wasn't she? It was pills and alcohol, but that actually made sense considering her father also had a problem with alcohol. No, oh, we'll get to Laurel in a bit. Um... <sighs> So one of so they used the the brain sync machine, the one that they used on um, Draco Malfoy that the, talked to Avatar. 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 The funny thing is when you say that, all I can think is the episode of Futurama where they have the brain switching machine and then they need the Harlem Globetrotters. Drop the Harlem, and that uh, equation actually works out. No, that they, they had someone from no, like the, MIT vet it. No, the equation absolutely works out. But like I said, it's, it's the actually episode of Futurama where the Harlem Globetrotters, not Trotters. Yeah. Thanks, Ted actually have to come in and help them with their bath. Also, every time they have metal like lemon do equations, it cracks me the shit up. He's always, yeah. It's like, they held a press conference without me. They called me a jive turkey. Um, but like I said, every time they talk about the whole brain synchronizing thing, that's the episode I think of, is when Leela yeah. and um, you can only Amy you, switch brains, brains so Leela... But you, but you can't so no, switch back, yeah. and you can only switch back with another, yeah. Like I said, so Leela has to go to a movie as old professor who was Amy, so she can get a discount to see National Treasure 2. And then Amy gets to get super it was fast. Not, it can't be National Treasure 2. Yeah. It was National Treasure 2. In like the year 3002? 
Um, her exact words were, I don't want to pay an extra dollar fifty to see a movie where Nicolas Cage solves things. Huh. So, maybe, like, National Treasure 7? Okay. Anyways, plain synchronizing. So, so Sorry. they use the, like, yeah, like, the vibe helmets, we'll call them, since you've got vibe now. Um, and they go into Barry's memory. A flaw in these tights. They, they go into Barry's memory and kind of like slow down everything that he's seeing in the future. So, you know, like glean some clues. Uh, and one of them Even is that like he... like when we see Killer Florost at the end of season one? Yeah. Uh, God, mm, she's so hot. It wasn't, it wasn't as fleeting as when you steal the stuff in the Speed Force, but, um, because they focus on that, the Flash caught Jared, uh, Morello. Who's Leto? Morello. Leto. What are you doing? Stop. It's not a good one. No one left the first time. And, oh my god, I'm a candle. I'm the one that said that. Someone that repeats jokes. Um, I'm sorry, Deb. Your white socks and black shoes. I'm covering them up. Um, I still see it. Look. They're looking at you because you're looking at them. You started it. So anyway, uh, socks aside, um, so they, he says that he, you know, he caught Jared Morello. Mm -hmm. Jared Morello, in the Flash lore... Specifically the Jeff Johns run, which I really need to get you. Uh, which actually is, is, is kind of our, like, holy grail, if that makes sense. That's kind of what, basically, the whole series is shot off of. Um, yes well, and no, Jeff I John, mean... No, Jeff Johns is now, like, the grand high poo-ah uh, of DC. Not of, not of the TV, though. No, but I mean of DC But cinema. not of TV. No, of DC cinema. Yeah, he's, he's the... He's the grand high poo-ah. He's the Kevin Fe uh, Feige of... Or, yeah, Feige. Is, it, is right. it Feige or is it Figgy? Shit. But he's that guy of, yeah, no, of, he's, of the no, DC he's, he's cinematic. The Which is great because that was a huge problem that they had. Uh, Berlenti and... Oh, what the fuck is his name? Well, I could look it up, but you won't let me touch my Yeah, phone. don't. Please don't. Um, you realize they also ordered another um, pilot for them. Berlenti and the guy from the 100, they ordered another pilot for and Berlenti has sold the pilot to every major network for the last three years. Man, if you're hot, you're hot. No, but dude, Berlen I, but zero, Berlenti, Berlenti zero, is, zero criticism. Berlenti, you sell But Berlenti all your is shit. the equivalent of uh, it's Jeff Loeb, who um, is that for DC TV? I'm sorry, uh, for Marvel TV, which yes is connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Which we should talk but, about Marvel TV shortly. Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Because powers. That's powerless is DC. I said DC TV. I, you said Marvel. I did both. Yeah, you did. Damn it. How many years are in thirty six years, Deb? Um, Shut your filthy whore mouth. So anyway, uh, can't stop looking at your sock. Oh, Jesus Christ! You're like I still know it's there. I do. Yes, I'm wearing black socks or white socks with black pants. Moving on. Thanks, Michael Jackson. They're, I don't know what that means. Okay, so, oh, DC yeah, yeah. TV. <laughs> Good, that was good. DC TV. So, Zero. Jared Morello in the comics is a Keystone cop. Um, and when they Flash falls into a mirror universe due to Mirror Master, what a shock, um, they find out that Jared Morello is a bad guy named Plunder. Okay. In this, and he manages to escape the mirror world. Um, and ends up knocking out the real Jared Morello and taking his place. 
Um, get kind of an inside man on the yeah. I mean, okay. So, unbeknownst to him, he uh, the real Jared Morello has healing pack uh, uh, healing factor given to him by Cicada. That's another story, literally. Um, Cicada by the South doesn't have to listen to sex noises. Ugh, that's funny. I don't know why I had that reaction. It should have been a laugh. Um, well, it's true though. Cicada by the South doesn't have to listen to true. sex noises. So, um, this episode, Flash starts changing things by letting Kid Flash, Wally, stop plunder. My thing is, it seems like such a, if you just need like a, a, a throwaway bad guy to kind of have like here and there, plunder not bad, but has huge implications on that he may be the mirror version, which would be fucking fantastic. But they have used that a lot with the uh, whole Earth 2 you know, uh, Hunter you Solomon. You know and, exactly and, or, how fucking furious I was that they fucked up Flashpoint. They didn't fuck it up. They just went one episode. Two tops. They fucked it right the fuck up. And now you're seeing a whole other thing with the like, literally, like, flash forward, so... Well, it's one of those things where I... I so... Flash has been a very, very strong series from the get-go. Yeah. All their writing has been fantastic. For the most I part. I feel like they've been very lazy. Very. They've been focusing on other members of Team Flash, which I don't necessarily mind. You've got... Oh, I love Caitlyn. Right now, Caitlyn, like, her... Her, oh, they've been, they've her, been, her they've armband been. things, like, aren't helping at all. So she's gone to Draco Malfoy for help. But like I said, they've been teasing the fact that her husband's going to come back very shortly. Yeah, and um, Eddie Thawne is coming back as well. Not Eobard Thawne, not Reverse Flash. No, Eddie. Eddie Thawne. Like I said, no, they teased Eddie, which is, I love that. I think it's a great tease, but I'm just saying, they've, they've been a little lazy. I think, I think they've gotten lazy in terms of, they're using Flashpoint much like, we've talked about it before on the show, on multiple occasions, uh, the um, Superboy time punches, where it's like, Oh, oh we can time punches. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Flashpoint, <laughs> this guy's back. Uh, Flashpoint, this guy's different. Flashpoint was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, you really attached to that. No, I love Flashpoint. Not, not a bad way, I'm just... No, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just one of those where I got so many other comics that weren't even vaguely connected to Flash, and they gave me an alternate... Flashpoint Batman is fucking disturbing. But also, Flashpoint... In a good way. Crap. I need my books... Like that you can do that. No, not? the psychedelic character that killed everyone. Flashpoint. Damn it. Psychedelic character that killed everyone. Shade the Changing Man? Yes. Holy shit, I can't believe I just pulled that out of my ass. Thank you. But like I said, no, Shade the Changing Man, his Flashpoint episode is like... Was that in the Batman book? Did I read that one? No, it, it's a Flashpoint Marvel trade paperback. So it's four stories together. Stop saying Marvel with Flashpoint. I'm oh, sorry, DC. Um, DC. You're giving my brain a wrinkle. No, it's a DC Flashpoint book that had four stories together. Yeah, it was, it was Batman. Oh, no, I... Yes. You know the book I'm talking about. Yeah, you, you loaded it to me so I could read yeah. the Batman one. Yeah. It was the Thomas Wayne, but it was also the Changing Man, where he was so completely fucked up that he killed everyone. I don't remember that at all. No, I'm not I'm not saying... I'm not calling you a liar, man. I'm just saying no, I I'm don't not... remember reading the, sh- the Changing Man one. Upstairs neighbor, asphalt. Uh, sounds like, uh, Liam DiCaprio dropped his totem on a hardwood floor, by the sounds of it. That's not his totem, by the way. 
that's the other chick's, that's his wife's totem, and that's why it doesn't work. Caprio's and his never real married. totem, huh? Caprio's never been married. Huh? Leonardo DiCaprio's. No, in the movie Inception. Totems. Oh, sorry. Because he says, like, oh, because everyone assumes the top is his totem. It's his wife's totem. His totem is the wedding ring. Yeah, the Nolans are sneaky fucks. So, Arrow. Um, so, oh, I, I, I do want to say, the implications of that there's a mirror version of someone, not an Earth 2, not an Earth 3, I'm saying, like, the mirror reality that the Mirror Master comes out of, interesting, because that's what Plunder is, which will tie into Arrow. Uh, the mid-season finale of Arrow ends with uh, the betrayal of, um, they call her Artemis, or no? I don't you don't sorry, remember? I think I, I'm sorry. Um, I don't remember. But you know the lady, the lady archer. Um, uh, her Which betrayal. Is funny, she's every time you say Artemis, all I can think of is Teen Titans. Young Justice. Oh no, she was she was in Young. No, she was actually, I was talking well. about Young Justice when they totally thought that you know the sunglasses would not make him Bat Boy. I'm sorry. Rob. Oh my God, he called him Bat Boy. <coughs> but like I said, the sunglasses totally hit his identity. It was a laugh about this someday, and he takes the selfie. Um, so you have Ollie walking in. Whole team's been betrayed by. We'll just call her Artemis for chits and giggles right now. Um, and he walks in, and there's Laurel. Who's dead? Who's dead? Well, like apparently crazy, not. Like crazy dead. Like very dead. Extremely dead. Like real dead. You do it better than she I do. She dead. She real dead. That one. Um. You find out throughout the episode very quickly. Felicity puts it together somehow. I don't. I mean, she's not dumb, but like, you know, I was kind of like, how is she back? Well, like I said, they've actually hinted that Felicity is going to be pretty much the lead for the last six episodes. Interesting. Continue. Uh, you find out it's Black Siren, Earth Two Black Siren. I didn't Which, think by she the way, escaped. Was... Like, how did she get to Earth One? Is my question first, because I don't remember her escaping. At first, um, I she thought she jumped over the cliffs and she didn't die. Cliffs where? In Flash, they have Siren. She's kept with. You're thinking Killer Frost, because I did the same thing. No, it wasn't. Crap, you're right. It, yeah, because reverse, because Zoom kills Killer Frost, right? No. When she kills uh, Killer Frost. No, nobody can oh. see my parentheses. Like I said, he kills Killer Frost. He puts his fucking right hand in front forward. of Caitlyn. Yeah, right in front of Caitlyn. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't Black Siren. I thought that too, where I was like, oh, didn't well, Zoom God kill her? Damn, oh, what no. the hell's happening now? Like, I thought because they moved um, Legends um, to be right after Flash on um, Tuesdays. I went to the next day, so I wanted to say Wednesdays. So they moved um, Legends to Flash, or to Flash, to Wednesday, uh, Tuesdays. I'll get my shit straight eventually. I thought that maybe um, they had. Like, because at one point Laurel says, "My sister found a way to bring me back," and I was like, well, "Oh was, shit, that is that Lazarus it? Pit?" No, no, no. Like through time, she says through time. Was Lazarus Pit? It was. That was um, um, White Canary. That was. Um, no, but I mean the Lazarus Pit was that. Um, the. Uh, no, it's, it's. Raj. No, but it was it was a. Which Al Ghul daughter was it? That was Nisa. Was it Nisei? It wasn't um, Tatiana? Uh, we'll, we'll get there. I just reassuringly patted Deb's arm. But I mean, it was Nisa that, it was that poisoned the Lazarus pit. Correct. Right? Okay, it was Nisa. So, you've got 
Black Siren back which I or arrived. I don't remember her ever escaping Earth Two. I don't. It's one of those like, I'd have to like fan like Wikipedia because I'd be like, what it what minutia did I miss? Um, given the show's also been off the air for like what month and a half, two months. I don't. You know, it's like it might have been something. It might have been when, like Barry was creating the breach. Barry and um, Cisco were creating breaches to bring Supergirl in, and you know, like Black Siren managed to eke out somewhere. Um, Are we even talk about Supergirl. No, we're not. I don't Good, care. Good, because I don't fucking want to. Um, apparently, the Dax White Monel has a revelation that will change Kara's life forever, and we don't give a shit. But it's one of those things where, like, yep, they renewed Supergirl, and zero people give a fuck. The only reason I'd be excited for the next season of Supergirl is that they could get closer tonally to the CW and get away from the NBC bullshit. I think they're slowly making that transition. And I, I'm actually I would... super fucking angry we have Supergirl, but not Constantine. Oh, fuck. You just made me, like, yeah, right? I hope that high five picked up. It I'm super, no, I'm crazy angry we have Supergirl, but not Constantine. But Constantine, especially because Constantine got good right at the end, where you're like, and they finally found And Constantine was great on the crossover. Yeah, he was fucking fantastic. Um, you I'm know, so he, fucking angry. You know that uh, Matt Ryan, the guy who played Constantine, is voicing him on the um, mm, Justice League mm. Dark cartoon. Okay. Sorry, I had a mouthful of water. But yes, I know that Matt Ryan is voicing him. Not a euphemism. Um, why would that be a euphemism for other than a mouthful of water? <laughs> That's right, I hit you with an empty water bottle. Yeah, look where it landed. Nobody can see that. Right. Damn it. my pants bubble. <sighs> Dog, um, next time you get up, I need a bottle of water. Uh, so, you got Black Siren. I'm thinking, you know, it's weird that they have an alternate Black Canary... On the same week, they have what could be an alternate Jared Morello. I can't think of the actress's name. Her name is, once again, Katie. I don't know her last name. Laurel. Oh, oh Katie um, Cassidy. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, My pleasure. Said she's a beautiful woman. She's done incredibly well. I hated her at the start of season two when she was a pill and alcoholic. Yeah, but, but that had nothing she to did do with really her. come out of that as... She, no, played, that had zero she played to do the addict really well. Like I said, it had zero to do with her as an actress. And everything to do with her as a character. Um, I get why they keep trying to bring her back. But, what the fuck, yo? Well, they said, like, Felicity says at one point, talking to Black Siren, she goes, he doesn't see you as Black Siren. He sees you as Black Canary. He sees you at a chance for redemption. At one point, Laura was about to kill uh, Felicity... It was either catch Prometheus or save Felicity from Black Siren. It's basically the Lady or the Tiger scenario. And... God, I hate that fucking myth. <laughs> and uh, he obviously chooses to, you know, save Felicity, but um, at one point he's like, if there's... Felicity Smoke, you have failed this omelet. That was a good line. Was that the third season? Uh, opening a third season. Yeah. When they're in Ivy Town. Weird. Like, let's wrap that around. Actually, so, um... Sorry, but finish your thought, and then I need to ask our listeners something. Uh, so at one point he says, like, if there's anything of, like, the laurel I know is in there, like, you know, I'll give you a chance. Oh, they had said that she was locked up in Iron... Was that Iron, Iron Heights? Heights? Not Iron Heights. Um, the, what's the one in, in, in um, Star Labs? The pipeline? Yeah, the pipeline. Apparently they said she was there, and well, she had no, somehow that's escaped. That's Siren was. Was pipeline, and then they had like. When did they? Food. When did she cross over into our world? Was it when Zoom was bringing everybody around, like King Shark and all that bullshit? 
Because I don't remember Black Siren coming to our Earth. Our Earth. Earth One. I don't... No, I'm just distracted by my upstairs neighbor. Don't worry about it. I am. I'm not. Because he's in ass face. Um... Sounds like he's basically strumming a guitar for <laughs> I a guitar the, center commercial. I called the guy that when uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi cuts his arm off in the most Eisley bar, the cantina, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, though, yes, right? Yes, of course I know. Yeah, yeah. Your, your face is in your hands, but I called him ass face walrus guy. <laughs> or butt face walrus guy. I don't guy. like you. And My guy, friend doesn't like you either. And that was the guy with fucked up nose. That's what I called him. Because they were in Rogue One. <sighs> Okay, so what? Okay, my point is that um, now Black Siren is in Argus control, um, and the DA Chase, the one that's like friends with Wally or Wally um, Ollie now, okay. um, is helping protect uh, Diggle and keeping him in Central uh, not Central City, um, uh, Starling City, Star City. Um, what did I say? Did I say Diggle? I said, said I said Diggle. Diggle. I, oh, Diggle. Yeah. Dangle from uh, Reno 911. No, he said Diggle, which basically wants some Diggles. It did make one some bagels, but uh, anyway. Bagel bites. So he, yeah. Which, by the way, if no one knows, I'm just gonna tell you right now. It's fucking obvious. It's obviously the character's name, Adrian Chase, the DA, is Adrian Chase, the DA from the comics, who's vigilante, the guy with the electric hockey mask. Yeah, no, we we all know. Like. Really? Fuck off. I mean, I know the I know the the fame theory is that uh, Savitar in Flash is Abracadabra, which would be fucking awesome. Um, so, but, can I talk yes, to you please. about things that I'm missing in DC that I desperately want? Is it Nightwing? It's Santana. Ooh. Well, and her father, but still. Zatara. But like I said, that I get that until Iron Mask comes in, that's not a thing. Sorry, Iron Mask. I meant Iron Fist. Like, we don't have the mystical in the comic book world. I mean, no. a little bit with... No. Yeah. Santana's DC. I know. I'm just, Iron Fist is Marvel. Yes, I know that. Oh, okay. A little bit with... Like I said, we have a little bit of the mystic coming in. Like, a very little bit. But we need a lot more. Like, I get that it's hard to merge. In Marvel or DC? Or both. Both. Cinematic and TV. Well, okay. Careful what you wish for, because in terms of magic with Marvel, you got Doctor Strange. Yay! Well, and then a new ghostwriter. Boo. I'm sorry, have you been watching S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because I haven't watched S.H.I.E.L.D. in years. I have. We're going to talk about it. Talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm going to go pee. It's still... I really like the second half of the season. Once again, I talked about this last week. When Deb kicks the table. <clears throat> no, I fell over into it. I was trying to have you save some things. Uh, I really like that they've gone into like an LMD AI. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a little mystic aspects with the Darkhold book. Or the Darkhold. Um, which I remember reading when I was a kid. But I really like they've gone into like the whole technological and political intrigue with the double dealings, and certain people know about the double dealings. Um, th this last episode, you know, Coulson, I said two episodes ago actually, Coulson, they, you find out that, um, I think it's J Jeff Mace, um, who was the 1950s in the comics, the 1950s Captain America, yes there was one, um, 
you know, is not inhuman. He's just getting jacked up on super soldier serum, which lasts temporarily, and he's using it as photo ops. Uh, and then Coulson finds out and says, tell you what, you can still be the face of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I'm going to be the guy running the ops. That's what we need. And then you have the next episode, which was last week's, where Talbot, played by Adrian Pastar, love him to death, love Miss Talbot, um, you know, Mace comes to defense of Coulson, and Talbot says, well, yeah, but you'd have to say that, wouldn't you? Implying he knows that Coulson is secretly now running S.H.I.E.L.D. again. So I like that with the LMD um, slant of, like, technology gone wrong, kind of fixing a few things they, I thought, either glossed over or didn't get right in Age of Ultron in terms of AI and the robo-apocalypse. But you know my problem with S.H.I.E.L.D. has been the fact that it's not watchable week to week. It's a great binge. It's fucking terrible week to week. Um, I'm not minding it week to week so... So much on the second half of this season. Um, I know the last season was a little rough week to week. Week to week. Um, but I mean, they keep they keep actually their recaps have gotten a lot better. Like it sounds like a weird thing to notice, but it's absolutely well, no, true. No, if they don't catch you up within what like forty five seconds, maybe. Like I said, a minute tops. No, a mi- no, like I said, if they can't figure out how to tell you the story that quick, then it shouldn't be something that's serialized. I agree. Um, but their recaps have gotten a lot better, and like I was just saying, um, in Poor terms triplet. of the in terms of the AI stuff, the LMD, which is life model decoy stuff, the double, triple agents, and the political intrigue, it's it's really returned to form. I think. In terms of the first, probably season, season and a half, before it kind of, I think it went off the rails when it was like trying too hard to. A, connect to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and B, tr- it was trying too hard to be its own thing, which I know it, it needs to be its own thing. But the that first two seasons is uh, on part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on my own thing. I hated both of them. Yeah, I mean, really the hook was, how is Coulson back? Um, the hook was, this is the Whedons, get your shit together. Well, yeah, but it's only executive produced by Joss... Did, I don't know if you directed the pilot or not. Probably did. Yeah, but it's uh, And he's probably in the writer... Well, it's, it's the other readings. It's, um, it's Zach, have... and it's... Um, it's the, the, the husband... Is it Kevin? Is it... No, not Kevin. Um, that's her brother. It's it's Jed Whedon. <laughs> is it Kevin? Made me laugh. I'm sorry. No, because it's is Jed it Whedon. It's Jed Whedon and his wife, who's got the, like... Tancherone? Like I said, she's super cute and she's... She's in Dr. Horrible. No, she's some persuasion of Asian and I can't remember... And she's in Dr. Horrible. No, she's... She's one of the fangirls. She was actually one that wrote a lot of lyrics for it as well. Yeah. So she, Jed, and Joss are the executive producers and creators and then her, I want to say brother, is one of the reoccurring directors on that show. But it's just one of those things... It's a family affair as far as I know. No, it's... Absolutely great family affair. The problem is they didn't know where they were going or what their direction was. Well, and I, it's I'm sorry. I think you can it's, only it's the write the same problem I had with Buffy and Angel. I do not watch those shows week to week. I fucking binge them. I think for them, it's it's once again, it's how do we become our own thing? But we're enmeshed in this bigger thing where the bigger thing seems to take precedence in terms of plot points. Does that make sense? It does. However, Jaws has a huge finger. Wink, wink. Hint, hint. Say no more. 
when it comes to the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I don't think he's... he's no, he's, he's essentially retired from it. Yeah. But basically, his words in someone's ear are not going to go unnoticed. Oh, no. Oh, it was a huge, it was a huge get for Marvel to go... We've got Joss Whedon. We've like got said, like every said, nerdling's dream. Like I said, he's not going to direct any more movies. But if he sits in and talks to a director or a writer, and I'm a big fan of the Russo I think if they gave him, Bla- I think if they gave him Black Widow, he'd direct. He'd write and direct. Oh God, he would absolutely do Black Widow. He would but do I'm Black just Widow. Saying, I've been a fan of the Russo brothers for a very long time. You oh, know they exactly. killed it in Civil War. They like killed said, it in Winter Soldier. Okay, you know how much I love Civil War. You know, Winter Soldier is still my favorite Marvel. And, and frankly, as much as they were given a complete package of shit, they did great in their season of community. Their oh oh, and they took over. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like I said, no, I love the Russo brothers. There was another. They weren't the showrunners. There was, but it was someone else. It was one of the head writers. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like they were kind of the guys going, "Let's keep this on the rails. Uh, try like as I said, hard as we can." Season four community. That's the Russo brothers. Like I said, but they Civil War was fantastic. Winter Soldier is still to date, even though all I of would the say other films, the, that is my all of my favorite Marvel. of the Marvels. Yeah, no, seconded by Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I, it's not the same universe. That yeah, is. Well, it is, but it isn't. I mean, would I love to see the but, Russo brothers work oh, in with terms James of like, Gunn? It, oh my God! Like, well, lady you, orgasm you, right you now. Saw, like, you like saw, wetness. Do you follow um, Sean Gunn's Instagram? Sean. Yeah, his brother. Who's Sean? Sean Gunn. James Gunn's brother. What does he do? Uh, he was one of the Ravengers. Nothing? He does nothing? Oh, no, he's in all of his brother's movies. So he does nothing? No, he does... He's on the coattails. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. He does... No. Nobody nobody could see me doing the hilarious hand there. No, no, he does... Yes, I know who Sean Gunn is. Oh, um, because he just posted a picture with him wearing the, uh... It's a a beanie that's uh, the Infinity Wars. Mm -hmm. Or in the Infinity War. And the... Is it Infinite War? No, it's Infinity War. I think it's Infinity War. Don't fuck with me. Right now. Um, but the A in War is the Avengers symbol. And he goes... Yeah, just on set working on a secret project. Can't tell you what it is. Hashtag, am I doing this right? You realize that all the nerd sites as of late have been saying, you know it's easier to name people that are not Infinity War? God, yeah, really. Um, Uncle Ben. Aww. Oh, I meant the rice guy. Aww. Oh. That's Anyhow, sadder. What somehow. other notes do you have? They're not going to have rice in space. I want they rice. seem to say. What notes do you have? Now you want rice and bagels in space. God, no, not at the same time. Um, we need to, sadly, say goodbye to a few people. Oh, God, no. We're um, not doing... Oh, no. I'm, I'm sorry. It's... We have to. Um, R. Well, R. We, don't, we don't have to, but no, we, R. We, R. we really do want to. Mary Tyler Moore. Um, Thank you for the Capris and Smocks. Um, and a very forward-thinking feminist show with the Mary Tyler Moore show when Thank you for she, letting us know that a woman who got divorced, her life isn't over. Well, I mean... She, no, but, that's the Mary Tyler Moore show, is that you got divorced... Your you life isn't over. You can be a strong, single woman arguing for equal pay and feminist rights. I mean, it was... No, it was... And at, and at the time, I mean, okay, it's kind of a weird... Do you have any idea how many women actually were drew to that show and immigrated to the There US? were actually journalists, yeah. women journalists, who said... 
I became a woman journalist because of this character. But it's one of those things where I really like that, one, she and Dick Van Dyke made it very clear that it wasn't she was divorcing him. Oh, did they really? That yeah. it, it wasn't like a, a no, sequel no, to no, the Dick Van Dyke show? No, 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 absolutely That she had like divorced not. like John, Joe Sixpack John, Yeah, it was Joe Sixpack. Like I said, no. Okay. Her and Dick Van Dyke talked about it and it has been discussed many times afterwards. It was not her divorcing Dick I never, Van Dyke. I never thought it was. No. Really? Of course. Why would she divorce Dick Van Dyke? Why would, yeah, why would Laurie yeah, exactly. divorce yeah. whatever his name was in that show? I actually don't remember what his name was. I know show. the last name. It's Petri. Rob, yeah. Rob, Rob Petrie. Yeah, no, Lori never divorced Rob. Okay. That didn't happen. That was not it at all. That's but Earth 2. <laughs> now, Earth 1. Yeah, but nobody no. can hear me laughing. Yeah, they can. Tomorrow, so there's a microphone. They can totally hear you laughing. Oh, like I said, it was her being like, you know what? I made a mistake. I'm not over as a woman. And I'm, I'm not, not and over I'm not, as a person. This is what I'm, I'm going to And be. I'm not just a wife. I'm not just, you know... Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I really appreciate the fact that even though this character was a number of years ago, they made a point to the fact that she was a woman, but she wasn't a mother. Every woman doesn't have to be a mother. You know, actually, weirdly enough, because of because of the generational thing, I was telling my mom about this. But like I and said, we, it was one of those things where it was a '60s touchstone. Every woman doesn't have to be a mother. And it's the thing is that's not your the purpose thing is, as a woman in the '60s and. Those are the daughters of baby boomers coming up in the world, hitting that college age, going, "Oh, here's a, a perfect zeitgeist like point where it's like, Thank here's you, a pill. role model, huh?" Thank you, the pill. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I was talking to, her and I, I was talking about how like they tackle like feminist issues like equal yeah. pay and women in the workplace and being single and not being uh, not it being a um, mother. No, um, not ostracized. A stigma. Yeah. Um, and then my mom and I started talking about um, Norman Lear and how he had tackled stuff on, on All in the Family, which is a whole other story. Um, well, Norman Lear was the complete unlikable character, but he didn't shy away from the issues at all. What? Norman Lear. Was the creator of All in the Family. Yeah. He was a very unlikable person, but he never shied Norman away. Norman Lear? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No one liked him? Well, it's just one of those things where he looked at things head on and said what uh, he like. Uh, yeah. I should he, say he, controversial. I should he, say he can be, Yeah, that bracing in his honesty. I, okay, You're, I can say that. abrasive. I should have said abrasive. Bracing, I said. I said uh, abrasive. Okay, yeah, I can Yeah, I can see that. Um, but we were talking about, like, how it was of that, well, and, and all in the time was in the 70s, but, like, but Mary Tyler, the Mary Tyler Moore show set you know, pave the road for that. But it's that we're going to make it after all. You know what? You made these mistakes in your early life. Yeah. Your life isn't over. You can still be the woman or the person you want to be. And she was that woman for her life. Like, she was always, and I don't say this in a bad way, like, outspoken about women's rights, as she should have been. And I repeat, thank you, The Pill. You don't have to be a mother to be a woman. No. You don't have to get married in your 20s and have that be the rest of your life. You know what? You married something in your 20-something. I should have said something. You married something in your 20s. That's not a nice thing to say about Rob Petrie, Earth 2. Oh, damn, girl. Like I said, you married somebody in your 20s, and you know what? You guys grew apart. Nobody's fault. It just wasn't a marriage that was going to last forever. You can still start your life over again in the 40s. And be in the workplace. Yes, you can be a functional person that has a lot to contribute. You can tell the world your viewpoint 
and tell everyone that, you know what? You can start over again. Because that 60s counterculture is them coming out of the men coming back from the 50s and going, oh yeah, my lady worked during the 40s because I was at war fighting Mr. Hitler. But um, now uh, we're just going to have my children and make my dinner. Exactly. Like, where's my pot roast? So, I mean, you have that mentality. You see it in, in Mad Men. I'm kind of shocked you didn't say pot pie. No, because it's some microwave Swanson shit. It's pot roast. Um, it's historically accurate, folks. So, you know, like you have that counterculture in the no, 60s it's, it's where it's the like... the Rosie the Riveter, then the wife in the home. And then back to Rosie the Riveter. Um, we can do it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's like, it comes back to like, oh yeah, I got a, you know, a taste of that freedom in the 40s. Took long enough. Uh, we were, you know, subjugated back in the 50s and then, once again, a counterculture revolution. No, we can go to the workplace and we can be just as good as men. So, I mean, Mary Tyler Moore, just forerunner of, of all of that. No, but there, like um, I said, if... We could go through the media and look at it. There's been so many women. Oh, we could dissect. We could dissect like, feminism, pop culture. But it's one of those things where you grew up watching Mary Tyler Moore, and you're like, you know what? I saw her on the Dick Van Dyke Show. They had a great marriage. It was fine. And then you saw her. But you know what? She was always like, Ameri- "Oh, Rob! Like, I'm so sorry, Rob! Like, she's always almost losing his job like every three weeks." Not so much. Not even a little bit. Also, I really appreciate the fact that she wore smocks and capris as opposed to dresses. There was capris, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the Dick Van Dyke show, there was smocks and capris. If you remember the Family Guy joke. And then God sent Mary Tyler Moore to hell for wearing her pants so tight. But like I said, and then she had the Dick Van Dyke show, which like I said, not so much in the 20 years afterwards, but after that... Her and Dick Van Dyke have been very open about being like, this was not her divorce from him. Right. It was a completely different well, that, situation. It that, completely it's different that girl that happened in between, didn't it? Huh? It's uh, that girl? Is it that girl? Was it a sitcom? Yeah. Happened between those two. But like Who's I said. that girl? Yeah. It's Jess. That was a new girl. Yeah, I know. I, I know what it was. But like I said, but it's one of those things where they were very very specific on saying, no, this was not her divorce from Dick Van Dyke. Um, and I love, you know the Bozo episode? When she gets it wasn't her, Bozo, but it was... Was it Bonzo? Whatever it was. Yeah, it was with, the, with, with she the asked cl- her the, the eulogy for, for the, the clown, clown and, and they all start laughing. she can't do it without laughing, and then eventually she has to do it and she starts crying, crying. hysterically. Um, I mean, it's up there with like the... the Chocolate Factory or the... Vita, the Lucy Vita, Chocolate Factory eating the chocolate. Or the Vita Vita Benjamin episode of Lucy. I mean, it's something like classic television. But it's also the episode, the last episode, where the station sells. Yeah. And, you know, her boss has to retire because he's too old. Ed Eisner, yeah. Yeah. Is he still alive? Yeah. Ed yeah. Eisner. Eisner's kicking around, yeah. God damn, you're going to I think he's adult. only doing voice work at this point. I don't think he's I, doing I don't a think lot of... I he's working at all. It's, it's, it's like the, the Borgnine. He's not doing any work at all. Well, Borgnine's dead, but... What, did he die? What did, did he die? He died. Oh, was, God. Was he Ernest... escape from L.A.? Was he in Escape from L.A.? I think he was only in Escape from New York, but yes. I don't think he was in Escape from L.A. I think you're thinking Peter Fonda. No, he was in Escape from New York, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was like... It was a little after Basketball. He's been he's been gone for a while. Rick Torn was in basketball. 
Oh, oh crap, he was the team owner in fucking Basing a Ball. Oh, God. And the last horse crosses the finish line. Um, <laughs> yeah, he choked to death on the hot dog. Yeah. Um, no, Borgnine's been gone for a while. Yes. Yeah, left. Um, Mary Tyler so, Mary Moore, Moore I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those cultural touchstones. I don't know. Political touchstones. Now, I do well, want to say I before... Just, I don't think she was trying, but she actually ended up being a feminist symbol for oh, absolutely. three generations. Oh, more than that. Well, no, yeah, from Mary Tyler Moore show to, yeah. Like I said, I was going to say 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, yeah. 2000s. Because she was on... Um, before. No, because she was, um... She was, like, walking around in her bra in, um... What's the one? Curb Your Enthusiasm. So... Still haven't watched it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I mean, even like you know, four decades. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I do want to say this uh, real quick before we get into the next, the 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 second, the last rest in peace. Um, everyone's going, oh god, it's 2016 all over again. Um, no, it's fucking not. Okay, we lost people suddenly last year, and I know that it hurts. Thank you, Betty White, for still being here. Thank you, Kickstarter. Um. I honestly think that's the reason why. Um, Mary Tyler Moore was eighty, so I mean she lived a full life. Yeah. Um, and the and the next person we're gonna talk about was seventy-seven. So I mean, once I lived a full life, it's not like, oh, they were like forty and died of you know cancer and didn't say anything. Well, no, it's not a John Ritter thing where he had a congenital heart defect and then declined. Yeah, and and yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, where it wasn't so sudden, it wasn't like. Um, you know, Bo- the the triple threat of Bowie, Rickman, and, and Lemmy. Um, okay, here's the thing, is that Bowie knew he was dying, and he didn't tell anybody. He told like, people. What? It was such a kick in the cud. Well, I mean, obviously his family knew, Gary Oldman knew. Um, Side note, Amon, oh my god, how are you so beautiful? I think she drank his blood. That, that might be it, like, seriously. I think it was like, like a, like a, like a bloodletting thing, where they just kept each other young until something happened. She's just so happened. fucking beautiful. And their daughter, oh my god. I, do I, I don't even know what the daughter looks like. I don't want to know what the daughter looks like. Actually, they pretty much kept her out of everything ever, 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 ever. I think she's... It's because she's so beautiful. Like, no, like her face is a killing word. Like, basically, yeah. Like I said, she's 17 yeah. now. Oh. Oh. Like I said, Amon is... She's got to be in her late 40s at least. No, honey, she's in her 50s. Is she really? Oh, yeah. Huh? Good and she is good jeans, good moisturizer, good makeup. Girl. Alright. Um, John Hurt. John Hurt. The war doctor is finally at peace, I wanted to say, on on social network and I and I social network. Social media. Um uh, thank you for the outsider. He's been the outsider for John Hurt? Yeah. The roles He's, he played. Yeah, the roles he played, yeah. But in terms of like British Oh no. I would say Brit in terms of British, he did a lot of theater, uh, as a lot of British people do. Um, that's where theater comes from, apparently. First of all, it's pronounced theater. Theater. Um, the stage. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't say I. Some are iconic, and, and some would I, I would say touchstone iconic for us. Um, touchstone There's iconic. Also the, I think he did what brought him joy. Well, because he ended up on like the big fat pop quiz show thing that I watched. Um, I, said, I think he did what brought him joy. Him, him and Charles Dance. Phenomenal. 
they read uh, like Snooky's autobiography like as the most like sincere thing they'd ever read. It was fantastic. Um, but in terms of pop culture icon, I mean, you're talking the chestburster and alien. First and foremost. Which they told nobody was going to happen. And that's where you get honest reactions. Uh, Professor Broom and Hellboy, the war doctor from Doctor Who, which I guarantee was a dream come true for him. I, I guarantee he was like, oh, I could be a Doctor Who? Like, I bet that just made him happy. Um, but John Hurt... Uh, I still love Mike Baldy. Huh? What? That's a story for another podcast. That's a podcast for another podcast. You can start a new podcast called Crapaldi. Peter Capaldi, why I don't like the new Doctor Who. Also, finally Moffat, a show, Moffat, a show no, on this network. Misogynistic douchebag. Uh, finally, what? Moffat was the. Uh, uh, what was their last name? Moffat. Rory and. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm blinking on Doctor Who. The ponds. Um, so, um, that's Moffat. Actually, I want to ask you something. You, and you need to you, ask no, our did you audience hear, something. No, did you hear that a minute ago? Uh, I think a door closed or something. So my next door neighbor has this really fucking... My next door neighbor... There you go. ...has this really hilariously ugly door ornament that also works as a quote-unquote wind chime. We live in an apartment building. It's Are like you fucking chime? kidding me? It's like a knocker chime? Do you want me to take you over and show it to you? No. Because it's really that bad. It's like storks and pieces of metal. <laughs> it's like storks and pieces of metal. No, that's what it looks like. Actually, I think you might have to take a picture of it and put it up on the uh, Twitter on the and or Instagrams. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, um, so, real quick. Uh, so, you know, John Hurt, that, that sucks. But once again, 77, so it's not like... Oh, it's a sharp, you know, shock to the system. Yeah, it's not forty-four. It's not, you know, even in his, like, even in the fifties, like it's like he lived a full life. He left a great, huh? Seventy-seven. Yeah. We don't think we should live till ninety. Well, neither of the people we just talked about did. So. Okay. What's the next? Oh, uh, Shield's still better, which I already talked about. Um, I am, I do have an app, uh, it's called Alien Path, I think I'm saying that right. I mean, I know how to say the words Alien and Path. Um, it's like, uh, you send your alien through, like, conveyor belt arrows to kill robots that have taken over worlds. Um, it seems like a really neat RPG puzzle. That actually seems super fun. Yeah, but I think it's like one of those where, like, I'm gonna it get... seems really... It's one of those where I'm gonna get to a certain point where I'm like, I don't fucking... I don't know how to beat this level, and I'm deleting the game. It's going to be one of those. Yeah, that was exactly what Where I'm going to get to, like, like level, like, 70-something and go, fuck it, I I just, the, the game is making even more of my hair fall out. I'm actually pretty sure that's how I went with Commander Keen. Commander what? Keen. What is Commander Keen? It was a PC game from the... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, Commander Keen. Yeah, you get to a certain point where you're just like, I'm done. Like, I don't, the game is just pissing me off. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Commander Keen. But admittedly, I think I'm past level 100 on Bubble Witch Saga 3 without having spent money. Uh, what left? That's it. Mistakes I made this week. Ooh, okay. So, I had to take a Z-Pack, which was fine. I had a terrible... It sounds like it would turn you into a zombie. 
No, by the way. it's a very strong pack of um, so it stops you from being a zombie. I had a really terrible anti. No, that's not a good thing. I had a very bad sinus infection, which yeah. was turning into bronchitis. Okay. So I took a CPAC, which totally cleared it up. However, since the world sucks, I still have snot and I cough. Yeah, there's nothing pretty about the human body, though. Oh, no, the human body's gross. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mistakes I made this week. I mean, off, off, off air we were talking about abscesses. Mistakes I made this week. And I've Literally, seen a kid I have born. killed every fucking fly in this apartment, and no, there's still one fucking fly. I actually, like, I have set up 20 different fucking traps, and I cannot kill that I, one fucking fly! I actually did the thing where I had the same issue, where I was like, there's one, and then he's hiding his mate. Um, or her mate. I mean, I'm not going to be sexist about it. No, but um, I'm just saying. I, and I literally just set I know how I off, got the flies in the first place. I had a hole in my screen. So I had a hole... No, it's in the bedroom, actually. Like I said, I held the hole in the screen in my building. And I got one fucking fly. And I've been trying for nine months now to kill the friggin' flies. I put up fly tape last week. Actually, two weeks ago and last week. I've killed every fly except for fucking one. Honestly, I got to the point where I just lit off like two bug bombs and left for work. I was like, cats. Oh, fuck. Right. Yeah. No, good point. I was living on my own. No, if, no if I could do that, I'd absolutely do that. I have cats. I can't just poison the entire apartment. If I could, I would absolutely do that. I can't. But seriously, I have spent so much money and time trying to kill these freaking flies. And there's one fucking fly! But I cannot goddamn kill. Well, hopefully they don't, um, you know, reproduce asexually, like amoeba. I'm pretty sure they do. At this point? This started two years ago because there was a hole in the fucking screen in my bedroom. And the flies came in that way. God damn it. Well, Deb's having a mental breakdown over flies. Uh, I don't think I have, um... Mistake this week. Everything's been. No, you've made a lot of mistakes. Oh, have I? Oh no, it's you. I'm sure you've made mistakes. Uh, no. The shift switch uh, was fine. I asked a girl out, positive uh, with a positive response. You'll hear about it on Actually, this week's damn. Extremely positive response. Yep, you'll hear about it on this week's damn. Um. About to get your dick wet. Ugh, your mouth. God's ears. Okay. Is that where that goes? My mouth to God's ears, but still. Oh, my mouth to God's kind. Your eyes to God's nostrils. Um, just look into the infinite nose. Um, I'm well, mistaken. Probably say would be saying that. Um. <laughs> well, internet. So, um, Ryan had to work so we couldn't have Lizzie, unfortunately. Right. Uh, we'll talk next week. I'm still waiting to hear back on my press passes for Viva Las Vegas. Uh, I'll double check oh, that. Are you kidding me? I'm not expecting a response for like two months. Uh, we're putting in for DCC next week. We'd really like that. Um, and you guys know, we really love doing cons. We don't let Doug talk. No. Well, ex- that's not 100% true. I'm extremely good at You don't let me talk on my own. That Ellen Stern uh, audio That's may never I see overslept. the. That's because I overslept. Th- that audio. That's may... literally because I overslept. Quick, clap your hands! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
No, I meant like when the fly was around you. Where? It's literally... Did Wait. you know the fly had a 50% chance of being called a land? What? <laughs> it's a great... It's a terrible joke. No, that's great. But still, like I said... So... So Deb's going to go on the hunt. And, uh... I've already started budgeting myself to be at Viva Las Vegas. If we're lucky, we'll get passes, because I'd love to do a slate of interviews. I'm really good at interviews. You are really good at interviews. <laughs> and I'm going to... What What are you struggling for, dear? <coughs> to breathe? <coughs> There's a part of me that wants to keep the cough in there and go, You got the black lung pop. Just how the episode started. Oh my god, I want to land over so bad. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Right. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah.